Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Mo Kelly and for John and King. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And are you ready for the weekend? I know I am. Not that I will be doing anything other than working. But you have the opportunity to get out there and do something fun. Maybe you're going to get on the road. Maybe you're going to get on the plane if they don't cancel your flight. Maybe you're going to go somewhere. I was just talking to Gary. His weekend, his whole, whole weekend is planned out. I'm not going to tell his business. But get out if you can. Get out. See America. Get out with some friends while you can before they lock us down again. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. The COVID numbers are, are going through the roof. And it's not just the COVID numbers. It's the folks who are in the hospital. And monkeypox, it's here. I mean, here, here, not here in the studio. Well, I don't know. It's quite possible. But here, as in L.A. County and Orange County, we got to talk about that. But what I want to start with is this, as we are on the eve, if you will, of America's birthday. There was this Gallup poll, and it's being covered very differently depending on the cable network and what you're watching. If, if you're watching Fox News, like what is on in the studio right now, the Gallup poll showed that I would say patriotism is, quote unquote, at an all-time low. I won't go into all the numbers and everything, but that's the general takeaway. How it's covered on CNN is that 
you know, patriotism is at an all-time low. That's how they phrased it. That's how the Gallup poll was phrased. When I turn on Fox, they say uh, patriotism is at an all-time low in Biden's America. So they make a political connection. And at, this is where I want to start with this, this idea of patriotism. I know it's different things to different people, how we feel about the country. Some people think that patriotism is stagnant, or I should say is is um, it stays right where it is. It's, it's not supposed to move. In other words, you're just proud of your country, and there's nothing that ever should ever change. It's, 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 uh, it's supposed to be stagnant in that nature where it should not move. It should be static. I'm of the opinion that you can be proud of your country. You can be proud of, of being an American, but also leave room for informed criticism. Talk about this more perfect union. Well, if there's going to be a more perfect union, that's acknowledging it's not perfect and there are things which can be improved. Now, we may disagree as far as what that may be, but we should agree that there's room for improvement. We probably won't agree on how to go about it, but we know it's not perfect. And what is wrong with this country is something that we can point to economically. We can say inflation is out of control, or we can say politically it's this political party, or in the case of Fox News, as I'm watching, their Americans are not proud of Biden's America. That's what the Chiron says. Or you can make it any number of reasons. You can say it's legislatively. If you're a Democrat or you're for pro-choice, you say legislatively, we're not going in the right direction. There are all sorts of reasons to criticize America, and we look at patriotism through very different prisms and lenses. But for me, I think it's dual in nature. I think it's being proud of being an American, the fact that we live in the greatest country on the face of the earth. I don't think that's really arguable. We do. But at the same time, realize that there are some things that aren't right, that aren't great in the greatest country in America. And here's what I mean. If we talk about it within this political matrix, I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. I often get asked, sometimes you ask me on Twitter, at Mr. Mo Kelly. I often get asked, Mo, who do you vote for? Who did you vote for? What are you looking for in a candidate? The number one thing that I look for in a candidate, are you a decent person? Don't tell me about your politics. Don't tell me about your beliefs, okay? Because always someone wants to tell you, get on Twitter right now and you'll see on someone's blog, they'll say, Second Amendment, I love America, no woke, uh, conservative, whatever it may be, or I'm, I'm super radical, I'm liberal, I'm woke. We have these labels. We want to profess our beliefs to let people know who supposedly we are. No, just are you a decent person? That's the first thing that I'm looking for. Demonstrate that you're civil and decent. And for me, that's the foundation of all good politics and debate. If you can be decent, because policy is always negotiable. But how do you negotiate? You have to negotiate in good faith. You have to come from a good place. And if you're not decent, then you really can't get anything done, I would say. Because policy is negotiable, but character isn't. Sometimes people mistake decency as being a sign of weakness. But for me, and maybe this is arbitrary, maybe this is just specific to me, but I think of decency as being measured by how you treat people, how you speak to people, how you speak of people when nobody else is watching. Because I live by three things, decency, dignity, and decorum. And I've never, ever supported petulance in a candidate. 
childishness, any of that stuff. If your preferred candidate acts like a child or a clown or is prone to outbursts, not calling any names, but you can fill in the blank, well, I don't support that. I don't uh, support those types of antics. I won't support the politician or their stances because that is antithetical to who I am. And if you know me, you know this to be true. This isn't new. Now, going one step further, and I promise you I'm going somewhere with this. Being decent is not enough. I also require competency and proficiency because leadership requires demonstrable, exceptional skills and abilities. Saying what you like or saying things what you think people like to hear, that doesn't make you a leader. That just means that you're good in a commercial. I can tell Tawala, who's producing today, everything he wants to hear. It doesn't mean that I'm a, a good person to run for office. Because I can tell him what I think he wants to hear to get his vote. That doesn't make me a leader. I need someone who has exemplary accomplishments or education and can exhibit sober judgment. I'm talking about the best of us. And if you want to call that elitism, then guilty as charged. You know why? Because I like my doctors, elites. I like my attorneys, elites. I like my airline pilots, elites. I like my teachers, elites, welders, law enforcement. I don't want mediocre law enforcement, and neither, you, neither do you. And it's no different when it comes to public office holders, like President of the United States. All that stuff matters. So when I hear and see that uh, Howard Stern is trying to run for president or says that he's serious about running for president, I say GTFOH, WTBS. FOH. Don't tell me that a radio host with as much, uh, I would say, uh, competence as me, and I don't take myself seriously, as Howard Stern is going to be running for president. Now, a while ago, some years ago, you would say, that's ridiculous, Mo. He would never do something like that. But when you think about where we are as a country, going back to the idea of patriotism, you know that it's really not ridiculous. I mean, The Rock has flirted with running for president. Uh, he even went so far as doing a focus group, testing his likability this past presidential cycle. I bet you didn't know that. I know firsthand. I was one person removed. I talked to someone who was part of the focus group. The Rock is still seriously considering running for president. Elon Musk, I think, even flirted with the idea until someone had to remind him, uh, dude, you weren't born in this country. You're not eligible. But that's where we are. We think that someone has money or they have a, a statement or a stance in which it resonates with us, have them run for president. It doesn't work that way. So the idea of Howard Stern running for president may be outlandish to me personally, but America in 2022, uh, it's right on time. It's right on time. Now, here's the flip side before we go to break. He says he's serious, but I don't know that he's serious. Howard Stern says a lot of things. He is known to try to, to, to just get a rise, out a response out of people. He says that his running mate is going to be Bradley Cooper. This kind of on message for Howard Stern. He says that he's going to choose Bradley Cooper, who's made no such statement. He's going to choose Bradley Cooper to ensure that he would get the woman vote. Now, if you know the history of Howard Stern, as I do, he's probably not going to get the woman vote, okay? He's about as sexist as they come. But where we are in America, it's possible that he would actually run and he would never get my vote because my patriotism, tying it all together, is tied to this being the greatest nation on the face of this earth. And there's no way that I would want the greatest nation on the face of this earth to further embarrass itself 
with these half-baked schemes and bargain basement people trying to pass themselves off as public servants. Because I love this country too much to have it go to the dogs like that with such unserious, incompetent people. This is the John and Ken Show. I'm Mo Kelly in for John and Ken. I have more when we come back. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Last segment, I started off talking about this Gallup news poll and how it was covered so very differently, at least in terms of its presentation on Fox News and CNN. If you haven't been to our studios, there there are multiple TVs up and down the hallways and in the studios, which are on various channels. Sometimes they're on cable news channels. Sometimes they're on sports channels and so forth. So you can get an idea of what news is being featured on the different networks for whatever reasons, depending on um, what the day has. And today, most of cable news is talking about this particular poll, which was supposed to measure, I guess, our feeling of patriotism in this moment. And I don't like polls. If you ever listen to the Mo Kelly Show, which I host on Saturdays and Sundays here on KFI from 6 to 8 p.m., I don't talk about polls because polls are just a snapshot. They're fleeting. They're misleading. They are leading in nature in terms of how the questions are asked and the desired results. And also, if you know anything about the methodology of polling, it's almost like if I were to look at Eric, who's in Airmix, and he's running the board, and I say, Eric, are you hungry? And if I ask him specifically right before lunch, his answer is going to be very different than if I were to ask him an hour after lunch. And pollsters understand that. So when you take a poll about patriotism a few days after major, major decisions and controversial decisions by the Supreme Court. It is almost predictable how people are going to respond, if only because of recency bias, and they're going to respond out of the how they most recently felt about something major happening in the country. Not necessarily a general feeling about their level of patriotism, but it's more specific to something which may have happened or they read or they heard or they saw in the past four or five days. That's why I take polls with a grain of salt. If you were to ask, I would say what people thought about Donald Trump in the hour after the Cassidy Hutchinson testimony, you would probably get one set of of figures and statistics. If you asked maybe a week afterwards or a week before, you get another set. So that's why polls don't mean a lot. That said, This Gallup poll was measuring patriotism, and the short takeaway is that Americans, supposedly, as we go into this Independence Day weekend, we are less patriotic than ever before. And I would submit, I argue, that patriotism is not static And patriotism is more than just waking up and knowing that this is the greatest country on the face of the planet. I know that. I believe that with all my heart. But I also know that we as Americans and this country as America has not met its potential. And when you ask certain questions about patriotism, you got to make sure you make the distinction of whether you can are proud to be an American, but also are you willing to criticize America? And there's some people, maybe you're one of them, who believe you should not ever criticize America because we have it so good here, as people say, just shut up or love it and leave it. 
If you're going to criticize America, criticize her from some other country. Just become an expat. I don't necessarily agree with that or believe that. I believe that all the major social movements, the, the civil rights movement, suffrage and so forth, abolitionist movement, they are both proof that America could be a more perfect union and also proof that America fell short of its promise to all Americans of all people as far as that promise of what could be the American dream. It's proof that we've come a long way and proof that we needed to go a long way to get to this point. So America's never been perfect. And the idea of patriotism is very different. And for me, I always want to see America at its best. What does that mean? The best leaders, the best people to be able to represent us, to be able to speak for us, to be able to defend us, all of those things. And I believe that we all have a responsibility and a say in choosing those individuals who give America the best opportunity to reach that end, that goal of being that more perfect union, to be that shining city on the hill or whatever metaphor or analogy that you want to stick in place of what America is supposed to be. And I started talking about this within the context of Howard Stern putting out there that he may run for president or that he's serious. And I don't think he's serious just from what I know about Howard. We haven't met, but I've worked in radio for 22 years, entertainment for 30 years. I can kind of tell when somebody's not really serious. And when it comes to running for president, there is a process involved. He's just putting it out there as a trial balloon to see how people will react. If he were serious, he would have to know that there are a lot of things that have to be done behind the scenes before you even put that out there. So I know in that regard how the process works. I know that he's not serious. But there is a serious commentary to be made because there will be those individuals, most likely Democrats, because who Howard Stern represents at this particular moment in terms of his public politics and pronouncements, he's very anti-Donald Trump. He's been very critical of the former president personally and politically and socially for a lot of reasons, talking about their interviews and their friendship over the years. So he would run as a Democrat. There's no way in hell he would get the Democratic nomination. What happened with Donald Trump in the Republican Party cannot happen with Howard Stern in the Democratic Party. It just wouldn't happen for any number of reasons. But I will say this, in the age of Donald Trump, it is more than believable in fact, it's exceptionally believable if there's such a thing that Howard Stern would go through with this and actually run for president. Would it be a serious campaign or would it be a Kanye West campaign? I don't know. Probably the latter. But we in America now are conditioned to having celebrities, people who are are well known as quote-unquote viable, I shouldn't say viable, uh, um, just candidates. I can't call them viable because I don't think that he could actually win. But we are now in a world where, hey, you can't discount him because of Donald Trump. Well, I can discount him for a number of reasons because he wouldn't be running in a Donald Trump-type fashion. But people give him so much credibility and credence where you can't rule him out as far as a candidate. 
And what does that say about us? What does that say about how unserious we are as a country? Now, again, let me end where I began. I love this country. And if I love this country and I want the best for this country, how can I with a straight face be okay with Howard Stern running for president and knowing that if he were to run for president would do better than half the field at the gate? He's not credible. He's not proficient in anything other than radio and maybe managing his money. I have no idea. But there are millions of people who would vote for him regardless. And that saddens me as an American. Because if you actually love this country and you are a patriot and you want the best for this country, how can I reconcile Howard Stern as being a serious presidential candidate and our news media covering it as if he could be a serious presidential candidate and not be dismissed out of hand as he should be. That's the question I have as we go into this Independence Day weekend. It's one thing to love America, but can we have an honest conversation of where we're falling short as Americans, where our legislative process is falling short, and where we've far, fallen short and forgotten what it means to be exceptional? American exceptionalism seems to be more an idea and a marketing slogan than a reality. This is the John and Ken Show. I'm Mo Kelly in for John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I am a big proponent of people doing what they can with what they have right where they are. If all you have is a social media account and you want to share your voice then by all means, do that. That's a part of being American, free speech, and I'm all for that. It does not mean that you will not be criticized. It does not mean that you won't be held to account. It does not mean that there won't be consequences for what you have to say. But if you feel so compelled, I don't believe that someone should not say something. I believe they should say something. I'm, I'm not a believer in, hey, you're an athlete, shut up and dribble. No, I don't believe that. Some of the greatest changes that we can point to in America have come from athletes, plural, both men and women, who did not shut up, who spoke out, who used their platform right where they were to make sure that America knew either what was going on in certain quadrants of the country or what certain people were experiencing in certain communities and to shed light on inequity. So if you are a student of history, you should never say, well, so-and-so is an actor or so-and-so is a basketball player. They need to shut the hell up and they should just be happy for what America is and just count their money. You will never hear me say that. And I hope that you would never say that because if we're all Americans, you know, patriots, and we're talking about patriotism and loving the Constitution, it's not just for some people some of the time. Uh, regarding some things if we somehow feel it's okay, if that makes any sense. So there will be celebrities who will speak out, including Donald Trump. He's a celebrity more than anything before he became a politician. There will be celebrities who speak out. We may agree with them. We may not agree with them. Some of them are informed. Some of them are uninformed. But I don't believe that just because you're a celebrity that you need to shut the hell up. Now, it does mean that after you do speak out, 
you are serving yourself up for analysis and critique. I am a firm believer. I say it all the time. Not all opinions are created equal. Some are more informed. Some are less informed. Some are altogether uninformed. And yes, there are many instances where people in Hollywood are altogether uninformed because they come from an environment where everyone tells them yes, everyone fawns over them, like some who may be running for president or running for governor. We're not going to call out any names, Matthew McConaughey or The Rock. And so they feel emboldened that what they say or what they believe is true and accurate because no one has ever challenged them because they're just yes people around them. So I'm a firm believer Celebrities speak out, and then your opinions will be vetted publicly. And one person who falls within that, I'll say, matrix is John Voigt. Although he may be a conservative and his opinions may be more extreme, quote-unquote, air quotes, my phrase, I don't look at him any differently from any other celebrity using his platform, using his voice to have his say. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of things he says which are patently untrue, and they're not based in fact or civics. <laughs> Let's be clear, okay? But I don't dismiss him merely because he is a celebrity. He is an American just like anyone and everyone else. I'm not going to say, hey, uh, LeBron James, you go ahead and have your say, but John Voigt, you don't have your say. I'm not going to say, uh, Mark Ruffalo, you need to shut up, but hey, how about you, Chuck Norris? You go ahead and say what you have to say because either you like or you loathe their politics, not at all. So with that in mind, you might have heard the latest controversy, and I put that in air quotes. It's been getting a lot of media coverage. I think that's a more accurate way to put it. John Voigt, on this Independence Day weekend, gave his latest Feelings about America, feelings about President Biden, some of it's predictable, some of it's not necessarily predictable, but I want to play it and then respond to it. My dear friends, we're all saddened by so much turmoil that has been brought upon this life we live. Can this darkness be lifted? Can we all share joy once again and see eye to eye? We have a troubled nation with much horror from these criminals that are ruining lives. We must stop this now. We must bring back our nation's safety. Our police force must act on righteousness and guard our neighborhoods, our businesses, our children, our elderly, our veterans, and our handicapped. We must protect this nation and bring back safety. We're all feeling very unsafe. We're all angry. And let's remember why. It starts with the seat of the President of the United States. He has wronged this nation's glory. He has taken down our morals, our true gift of the land of the free. He must be impeached. We cannot wait another second having him dictate our path. Let us work together, get him out, and make this country what she stands for, greatness, the land of opportunity, the land of the greatest soil our forefathers fought for. Don't let this President Biden tear down every inch that was sacrificed with blood, sweat, and tears for his dictation of lies. I urge all to see truths. I urge all to make a difference for our children's future, our future, because my fellow Americans, this land is being broken down. But we as a nation of God's truths shall build her up once again and bring her to her feet with glory.
God bless America. Much love to you. He should have ended it with much love to you, then God bless America. You end with God bless America, you know, but it's a little dramatic. It's a little bit over the top. You know, it was almost like thousand years of darkness and fire and brimstone, but he's an actor, so he's prone to be hyperbolic as most actors are. Here's the serious point about what John Voight had to say. Whereas I don't have any problem with him being a conservative or him being anti-Biden or even calling for Biden's impeachment. Let's talk about the reality of what he's talking about. None of that shite is going to happen. None of it. Uh, yes, the Republicans likely will take the House and Senate um, in November. And if you have a majority of members in the House, in theory, you could impeach President Biden, but you're not going to remove him from office you won't get the votes in the senate and and yes i know that a lot of it will be when i say payback it's going to be a response to the impeachments of donald trump i'm not naive in that regard there's going to be blowback from that whether you agreed uh, with the two impeachments of donald trump or not but the reality of it the practical matter of it all is that donald trump lost the election in 2020 Joe Biden will be president through 2024, unless he were to drop dead. I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm just saying that's about the only way. It's not going to change with the midterms. It's not going to change with any impeachment. So what has to happen here, and maybe he's just trying to motivate Republican voters, and, and that's not, you know, unbelievable. I'm quite sure that's, that's part of it. But we have a lack of understanding of civics. That's the point. We don't understand how our country actually works. And if we want to talk about patriotism, if we want to talk about loving America, wouldn't you want to know fundamentally how your country works, how it's supposed to work? And not liking the guy in office is not grounds for impeachment. He didn't, saying that he's, I'm paraphrasing John Voigt, saying that he's bringing darkness over the land is not an impeachable offense, okay? Saying that crime is running rampant around the country is not an impeachable offense for the president of the United States. The, the president is not responsible for crime in your community or mine. The president may guard our borders in terms of federal policy and also guarding against threats foreign and domestic, but as far as crime in my neighborhood, the guy down the street who's trying to steal my car probably tonight, that has nothing to do with the president. But we want to blame everything on the president. We want to blame the gas prices on the president. We want to blame inflation on the president. Let me tell you this. I promise you, and this is true of any president, if the president can control, could control gas prices or inflation, they would have done it immediately because they're selfish individuals and they want to be reelected. They're not going to allow this to just continue if they could actually control it. Believe you me, they are some selfish SOBs, narcissists who only want to stay in office. If Joe Biden could control gas prices, believe me, he would be controlling them. But we live in a capitalistic society. You know, the free market, you can't have a free market and also have the president controlling the free market. That's kind of like contradictory. But John Voight, I encourage him to continue to speak out because he actually is a voice of a lot of people who feel the same way. The problem with what he's saying is it's not going to turn out the way because people fundamentally, John Voight included, don't understand how their own country works. 
This is the John and Ken Show. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Mo Kelly in for John and Ken on this Friday. Are you ready for this weekend? I surely am. I'm going to fit in some food and some fireworks and some fun. I'm not going to actually set off any fireworks. I'm going to watch some fireworks. I can just walk home, uh, just walk in my neighborhood any given day, anywhere from April to July, and I can see a fireworks show every single day. None of them are legal. But I can see one, and they're usually very close to my house. Uh, some of them are professional grade. Some are uh, not professional grade. And that's just when you live in certain parts of the city, there's a fireworks show every single day. So when I look at certain news that fireworks shows, official shows, have been canceled in four L.A. County cities amid an investigation of a pyrotechnics firm, I have to say, eh, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. You know, what did Jeff Goldblum say? You know, nature finds a way. They'll find a way to have a, a fireworks show, <laughs> especially if you live in one of my neighborhoods. They can cancel every official fireworks show within 10 miles of my house. It would not make a damn bit of difference. There are going to be just as many illegal fireworks going off, and they'll be just as professional in nature. You really can't even tell the difference. But back to the story. Officials in four cities in L.A. County supposedly were left scrambling to find alternative ent entertainment after they were forced to cancel fireworks shows just days before the 4th of July. Back on June 25th, the California State Fire Marshal raided the Expo Shows Incorporated Warehouse in Mojave for public safety concerns and potential criminal activity. As a result, the, contra the contractor's display permit was revoked and the subsequent fireworks shows were canceled. Lancaster and Palmdale in the Antelope Valley, those cities canceled their annual 4th of July extravaganzas, and people are very, very upset there. But, but in La Puente, city officials said instead of fireworks, the city will celebrate America's birthday with a patriotic laser light show. And Twala, we were watching TV. I don't know what city it was. They had like a drone celebration where they were doing these drone um like displays up in the air. I've seen them like for, uh, I first saw them at the, I think it was the Summer Olympics in Beijing. Yeah. Where they had, yep. where the, I think it was the opening ceremony where they had these thousands of drones in these, almost like a marching band procession where they would make these shapes and, and, and uh, figures. And I guess they're doing it now for fireworks shows. I think that's actually worse. <laughs> to me, it's a test. Because there are 150 flying objects in the air? Yeah. Well, actually, 1,000, 500. Like a, look, yeah. put a gun on those. All I'm saying is that if anyone, anyone is going to miss out on any of these fireworks shows, just drive around. Where do you stay at? The harbor area? What is that area you stay in? I'm not telling you. No, no, just the general area, not your neighborhood. I'm, I was going to say, I'm not too far from the new stadium. I was okay. talking to, to Eric. Uh, we both went to SoFi for the first time. Around the same time this year. We were at the same, same game, game, the Jaguars game. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We just didn't know. And we yeah. both posted photos from the game. It's like, wait a minute. You're there? I was there. So I'm about three miles from the stadium. Just drive around. Because last time we came out last year. Sure did. The entire way back to the freeway, it was nonstop fireworks shows. Nonstop. Some of them were legal. Most of them were not. Didn't China also have fake fireworks at those opening ceremonies? Didn't they get caught with something like that? They probably did. They're it's like not like CGI gonna... or something. Yeah, I mean, it's China. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I, I do like the drone idea. I've seen it at concerts and stuff. They like I remember uh, a Coachella where they had uh, a certain act had I can't remember which act, but they had drones that were in the air, shining lights and yeah. dancing and doing cool moves. I, I I think that's pretty cool. You like them until they're coming knocking on your door. Oh well. Yeah, that's a whole different story. But I mean, put it this way: if they fall out of the sky, they're not going to do as much damage as an actual explosive. I mean, yes, they could be weaponized. To your point, to Wallace Sharp, don't get me wrong. I mean, and hacked, yeah, yeah. I mean, and hacked, yeah. They're bad things which can happen with them or anything. But you can't start a forest fire. Yes, they can. Uh, yes, they can. Not as easily. Yeah, I guess have that's them crash true and the, explode. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Or put a torch on them. There are a lot of things you can do with them, but okay. if anything. They're probably less likely to kill someone naturally than fireworks. I think we can agree on that. And the city of Leadwood, they're going to celebrate the holiday with a festival and laser light show. And in addition, I don't know how I feel about this. The city moved the event to July 3rd. Okay, you know where I'm going with this. I'm a guy. Now, I can go to like Dodger Stadium and they have fireworks night. Sometimes it's not on the 4th of July, depending on the homestand and so forth, for example. But for me, if I'm going to celebrate the 4th of July, and I do, it's got to be on the 4th of July. And I understand this year it falls on a Monday. The holiday is on Monday. It kind of messes up the whole weekend vibe thing. And some cities and folks may have a celebration or party, whatever, on Sunday. It's just kind of weird. It's kind of weird. There's no need for that. If you want fireworks like that, go down to Anaheim, go to Disneyland, see their fireworks show, or Knott's, or Magic Mountain, whatever. You're speaking my language. I'm just saying, 4th of July, fireworks need to be on the 4th. Any city that's trying to do that, they should lose their license and right to be a city. Oh, How wow. about that? Oh, wow. That seems kind of drastic. I know. Seems kind of okay. over the top. Is this a bad time for me to say that I think fireworks are overrated? No, I've always thought that. I, I, you see one firework, you've seen them all. They don't get any different. For me, it's just the nostalgia and the feels. I like going outside at 9 p.m. and be able to watch in a 360-degree panoramic view from my house. I can see all these fireworks shows, and I get to remember all the great memories of being a child and, you know, running in the streets and actually drinking water from from the— the hose, you know, kids don't do that anymore. They don't play in the street. They don't drink from the water hose. All those great things, which I associate with the best of America. That's why I like fireworks shows. The actual fireworks, no. I mean, I've been burned a couple times by sparklers and M80s, almost blown out my ear and almost blown off my hand, all those things. So I don't think of fireworks in that way. That's why I'm fine with just being home and Oftentimes, listening to them, seeing them in the distance, I don't need to go to a fireworks show to feel like I've had that Fourth of July experience. Yeah. I like the 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 aroma of the gunpowder. Yeah, I like that yeah. smell. You know, in in my neighborhood, my old neighborhood, they would almost every year. If you go to my Instagram, you'd have to dig for it. But I used to post this picture. Someone would take an old toilet and put it in the middle of the street and use that as a rocket launcher. For the bottle of rockets, you know, ghetto style and everything. But that was a part of the fun where you didn't have the money for a a real professional quality fireworks show. So you had to make do of what you had. Those are the things remind me of just being a kid where you didn't you didn't do the stuff that the professional shows were. The the fireworks weren't as available on that level. We had the low level, what they call the safe and sane fireworks. 
the piccolo peats, the firecrackers, the sparklers. No more. No, no, no more. more. But I'm just saying, that's why I like the fireworks shows now, because it just reminds me of that time. That's all. I just wondered how many retired pyrotechnic uh, experts live in your neighborhood because, again, the show there. It's quite oh, possibly serious. one of the best fireworks shows I've been to right there in your backyard. Well, see, the thing is, you can see SoFi Stadium. You can see this, the the fireworks show from Marina Del Rey. Mm-hmm. And you can see downtown, the Grand Park celebration. That's part of the reason. You can see all those uninterrupted Line of sight. So it's oh. one of those things where, yeah, I don't need to go to the shows. I can see all the major shows. And also you can see Long Beach. I don't know which show that is. And depending on where you're looking, you can also see maybe the Torrance one. But you can see these major shows from my backyard. And you don't have to go anywhere. It just happens to be just a very central location, which is kind of cool. But yeah, th- to answer Eric's question, that's the only reason why... Yes, fireworks are overrated in terms of the actual fireworks. The fireworks experience, though, when I say it warms my heart, not trying to be funny or anything, it just gives me good feelings of years ago. Yeah, that that makes sense. The The whole nostalgia factor is just the whole idea for me of just I, I just feel like if you've seen one firework, you've seen them all. You go up, you see some pretty lights, you hear a big bang. Big deal. Yeah, there haven't been like uh, advances. Yeah, there's no advancement. Yeah, the the fireworks of the 1990s aren't much different visually, from what I can tell. Maybe they're safer, but as far as visually and the tricks they can do in this in the sky, they're not that different from what we see today. So yeah, but I'm not going to a fireworks show to be wowed. I'm just not. I know it's going to start at nine o'clock. About between nine ten and nine fifteen, they'll have the finale, and it'll be this barrage of fireworks for like a minute and everyone claps and goes home. And hopefully I'm intoxicated by then. Going back to the, I guess, replacements for fireworks shows. One, one idea just popped into my head. What if it's something like world of color where it's like you spray some water and shoot some lights that way. I don't know. It just seems like it's so expensive. I mean, I guess you could do it in like Vegas or something, but you got to be able to do it in the hood. I mean, I could get the water hose, and someone could do no, a flashlight. I'm, 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 I'm going back to the, I'm going back to the story of of these cities trying to find replacements. So I, these what, cities can I find some too. money. You can pull out a water hose, put your thumb at the top of the hose, so you can spray the water. Someone will have a colored flashlight, and then you got a, a light show. Hey, that works. You just have to be ingenious. It's not going to be the same. No, isn't? Just Are you open sure? your imagination, folks. Are you sure? I just went to World of Color not long ago. It's phenomenal. It's movies shot against a backdrop of water with fire, yes. with sound, with lights, with all that. You're not doing that in Pico Rivera or whatever you're talking about. <laughs> Don't pick on how Pico much budget, Rivera. How much budget surplus does California have? Yeah, but it doesn't mean they're going to spend it on us. No, we couldn't, I know. We couldn't even get rid of the gas tax. You think they're going to sp- Well, you know. <laughs> Maybe he may spend it on the French Laundry. Who said that? Oh, this is the John and Ken Show. KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866 691 2173 
or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.